N. We are children of the Most High God. And the devil, he is, uh, it has appeared lately, if you haven't noticed, and I believe you have, he's launched more attacks. There's more in different states, Ohio being one of those different uh, COVID cases rising and, uh, you know, this whole wave of whatever. Our government is making crazy decisions, but that's no surprise. Uh, and um, we're still uncovering election corruption. Isn't that great? Um, well, I'm glad it's getting uncovered. But um, And on top of all that, going through things that we're all walking together. Um, but there's stuff that everybody's facing. And I, I can hear myself cutting in and out. Is that what's happening? Yeah, so hopefully if it doesn't get... We'll go to the brand new mic, so hopefully... If it doesn't, we'll, we'll go to the handheld. But uh, I'm just telling you this morning, it is, it is past time to get strong in the Lord. You're going to have to go to the, yeah, because I can, I can hear it myself. Dun, dun, dun. I did drop this. All right. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> okay. But if we would stand our ground against the enemy, take our place in the army of God. I mean, I, I know the Lord uh, spoke to my wife some time ago, and he said, play church is over. I mean, there's so much going on in the world. You just can't. You can play act all you want, but, you know, the enemy doesn't really have to do any response to play acting. He can still come at you. If you're just acting, not going to stop him. It, that stuff is over. But what is happening all around us, in spite of all that, we've got to remember some things. We've got to remember one important truth, one important fact, one important detail, something the devil wants us to forget. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about me. Ephesians 6.10 says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So to stand against the enemy, we've got to have something that's bigger than that. And the God inside you is bigger than that. And we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're not uh, wrestling. We're not fighting the rulers. Well, we are fighting rulers of darkness, but we are doing it through Christ. Come on, somebody. We're doing it with the greater one that's in us. And the path to victory is to stand the ground no matter how bad things get. The enemy wants you to give up. He wants you to throw the white flag. No matter what it looks like, we walk by faith and not by sight. Am I alone in this building today? We see things in the spirit. We hear what the Lord has told us. So how do we go about it? I'm going to give you some quick thoughts today that'll help us be more than a conqueror help us stand our ground here's our first one be strong in the lord so what does that mean in the lord in the power of his might think about the scripture that we quote i can do all things through christ who strengthens me we must stand against the enemy and his strategies stand against his schemes stand your ground hold your ground i mean if i was 
a general in an army, I guess I'd say, hold your ground, soldier. Don't let the enemy push you back. The Bible talks about Shammah, and he's in the Bible where he, has, he was a lentil farmer. I'm just going to make it easy. He was a pea farmer, just vegetable or whatever. But the, the enemy had come in and were taking and trampling the ground and, and stealing and, and just doing all, and he had had enough. Have you ever had enough? Have you finally to yourself said, that's it, I'm done? He just grabbed a stick and stood out there and said, you come on, because I will fight you until I have no fight left, till I am gone. You will not take this ground. Hold your ground, soldier. Keep advancing. Keep going forward. Somebody sound the alarm. Charge. This isn't the time to get weak. This is the time to stand up. So how do we stay strong in the Lord? 2 Corinthians 1.24, this is in the NIV. It says, by faith you stand. The NLT, the New Living Translation, says it's by faith you stand firm. 1 Corinthians 6.13 tells us to be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. So we stand in faith against every attack. We stand strong knowing the Lord is on our side no matter what the circumstances look like. I don't have to see things the way that my natural mind sees them to know that I can see things the way that God wants me to see them. Come on, God can light you up on the inside and you can start seeing things that he's promised you, things that are coming to pass because he's greater inside you. Psalm 118.6 is one of my favorite scriptures. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side, I do not fear. The Lord is on my side, I do not fear. I love this one too, Psalm 34.19. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time. One version says the Lord delivers him from them all. The second thought for this morning, if we're going to be more than a conqueror, How do we stand? We talked about being in the Lord. I get that. Be strong in the Lord. Number two, stand on God's word. You want something to stand on? You got to stand on something that's not shakable, something that that doesn't move. Hebrews 13, 8 says, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have to stand on something that says it doesn't matter what the enemy tries. God has already established. He has already established your life to be lived on purpose. He has already made you the victor. He's already told you how to win. But we have to take it and believe it and stand on it. 1 Corinthians 15, 1, Paul said, let me now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news. Anybody got good news today? No matter what garbage that CNN or Fox is putting out there, I've got better news. I've got good news, and Jesus is in the the head of that news. He said, I preached it to you before, you welcomed it then, and you still stand firm in it. I want to be found standing firm in the good news. So whatever's going wrong in our nation right now, whatever's going wrong in your life right now, what would happen? I love my wife. She didn't know what I was preaching today, but she told our dream team today, just like a father would answer his child if he asked him something, Daddy, why is this? What do I need to do to to fix this? The father would tell them. Ask God for a rhema word for your situation. There's a difference between a a rhema word is something that God says right here. Boom. Here's your answer. Here's what it is right here. Do this and you will see instant results. 
A logos word is still a good word, but it is a written word, and that's great. But sometimes in the midst of battle, come on, how many needs? I just need to hear his voice. I just need to hear him whisper something. I need to hear him say, stay focused. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right. But stay on target. Push forward, soldier. The enemy doesn't want you to use and exercise the gifts that God has given you. So after I get that rhema word, then I'm locating that scripture. Where's that at? It's in the word. He'll show me. I just had a young lady. She's on our dream team. We love her. Caitlin, we just love you. She's on her way to church, and God gave her word. And she came and said, I had to look this up because this is the scripture he gave me. And it was exactly what we started talking about. That's a rhema word from God. Don't allow the enemy to discourage you. Stand your ground and don't let go. I'm telling you, you got to walk it out until you win. He's already made the way. I love this one, number three. Don't lose heart. Now, I'm a Rocky Balboa fan. I've always been. That's probably my favorite movie series of all time. But in one of those fights, I think it was the, he's fighting the Russian, the, the trainer says, take his heart. Take his heart. And Rocky repeats, take his heart. Well, he kind of sounds like, absolutely, take his heart. <laughs> but you understand, because that's what the enemy wants. He wants your belief system. He wants what you're believing. Don't let him have it. Don't lose heart. Galatians 6, 9 says, let's not get tired of doing what is good. And at the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. That's the whole enemy strategy. Get you to stop. Get up. Another version says, let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right or walking by faith. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap. If we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. It's amazing. That's the enemy's plot. Let's just get him to stop. Let's convince him to quit. There have been times that Kim and I have felt the Lord and we had to go and do and pray and do whatever. We were in a church and I was praying and cleaning the sanctuary. Not with Clorox. Not with Mr. Clean. But with the Holy Spirit. And we started walking through that sanctuary just speaking in tongues. And I said speaking in tongues and proud to say it. And we began to speak in tongues and just cleanse that. And begin to call everything that wasn't of God, you must leave this place. And we began praying and speaking in English and speaking in tongues. And we were trying to be interrupted by someone who was a practicing witch who came in and said, Stop! Stop this! And I would not stop. I just looked at her and just kept on walking. I didn't have to lay a finger on her. I didn't have to do anything. She just kept moving back, moving back until she helped herself to the door. Hebrews 10.23 in the AMPC says, So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised a reliable, sure, and faithful he is to his word. The NLT says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Don't lose heart. I don't care what it looks like. You push forward. 
You push forward. If you, I mean, have yourself, if you don't understand this, have a Popeye attitude. That's all you can stand. You can't stand no more. And start just saying, that's it, I'm done. That's what's happening in our house because, you know, there's been this whole wave and people like, oh, look at what sickness and blah, 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 blah. There's a point in time at four in the morning where we said, that's it. It's over. My wife woke up my daughter because she is just crying out to God and then speaking to the mountain. Come on, somebody. She said, I've had it. I've had it. Have you ever finally said to yourself, I have had it? And then you begin to see things turn. So our number four thought is stand in faith. How do we stand in faith? We've already talked about it a little bit. We've got to get rooted and grounded in the word. You have to be rooted and grounded in the word. The more rooted we are in God's word, the easier it is for you to stand your ground. Because that's what happens when you have the word in you, when the pressure is on, that's what comes out you, the word. I want you to remember this. You can write it down on your phone or whatever. Remember this. No root, no fruit. No root, no fruit. Your success in standing is in direct proportion to how rooted you are in the word. For real. The length of time. Many times, if we would just go to the throne instead of the phone, we might find out we wouldn't be going through stuff as much as we are because we haven't went to the answer. So the more rooted we are, the more fruited we are with God. The more gifts, the more unction, the more power, the more anointing, the more that we can pull from things. Colossians 2, 6, and 7, it says, Now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. That's an amazing scripture. My wife would tell our kids every night as they were growing up, you're going to do great things for God, don't miss it. And she would, she would quote Psalm 92, 12 through 15. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. She would tell them that every night. She would tell them, you're going to do great things for God. You know what you need to hear? You need to hear that God says you can do great things because greater is he, is he that's in you. But the enemy wants to lie to you and say, no, 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 no. You need to stop. You need to quit. You need to give up. You don't see anything happening. You just need to stop. No, I'm telling you right now, that's a sure sign. You need to push forward, soldier. You need to be more than a conqueror. You need to stand firm and say, I don't have to see it with these eyes. I can see it inside with my spirit. And I can lay claim on it right now. The more rooted we are, the more we're able to resist the enemy. Psalm 112, 6 and 8 gives us a picture of the believer who's rooted in the word of God. Such people will not be overcome by evil. I love that. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They're confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. You got to remember, in him we live, we move, we have our being. 
I had to look at this because I'm like, I don't even like saying, well, they don't fear bad. Nobody wants to hear bad news. This, you know what this is? This is telling you no matter whose report will you believe, this is telling you no matter what you're listening to, there's something that's greater. If you are more in the Lord than you are in the world, you cannot be overcome by bad news because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And in him we live, we move, we have our being. It describes a person that cannot be moved. They're not shaken because my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not afraid of bad news because I've got somebody that's bigger than bad news. And he's bad to the bone. Bad. Bad to the bone. And he lives inside of me. If you're thinking about the power of God, if you're thinking about the greatness of God, it's hard to be afraid. Because God is bigger than that. To become firmly rooted and grounded. How do we do that, Brad? You got to get into the word. I can't make that happen. If you only eat once a week and this Sunday is the only day you eat, you're not going to get all your vitamins. But you got to get into the word, get into it a little bit every day. I'd rather see somebody read the word and spend time with God five minutes a day than not spend time with God six days and one day try to spend 35 minutes. For real. You need a little bit of an infusion in your blood system of Jesus every day. So read your Bible. Here's one that people love. You know what they found out? Hey, we live in a media age. We don't have to go to church. And now those that are watching, I don't want you to get offended, but listen to me. There's something that you can't get sitting in your pajamas eating Cap'n Crunch. For real. Being in the house of God, there's something about a corporate anointing. Am I right about it? There's something about God being in the, in the building, in the presence, more believers being together. People can lay hands on the sick. They can recover. There's so many things that the enemy wants to keep you from people that will lift you up and edify you in the most holy faith. And if you can't get to church, I get it. Then listen to some faith-filled teaching or preaching. Get some podcasts, and some of them are only five or ten minutes long, and just listen to them. Get that stuff in your system. Make a quality decision to stand your ground against the enemy. When you do that, you're on your way to being more than a conqueror. When you've already made up your mind, this is what I'm going to do. Now, we raised our kids the best that we could. Did we make mistakes? Oh, yeah. Did we go back? If we could go back and say, I would change this, I'm sure we would. But we made little things that we, we made decisions that we, we didn't waver on. When we went on Sunday morning, we, we, we told them, this is what we want you to either watch or listen to. It has to be something geared towards God. And, and you might say, well, I don't want to do that. You don't have to do it. That's just what we did. And we said, you know, if you want to watch, you know, something else that was cool or whatever, but it wasn't really church-oriented, you could do that after church. But right now, we wanted to get your mindset knowing I'm coming to church for a reason. So when they were little, we, we, we let them watch Veggie Tales or whatever, anything that would push Jesus. We wanted to get their mind on that. We want them to understand what being more than a conqueror is. We want them to understand what it means to take authority in Christ. I mean, there's a lot of things that went on in our life. There's a lot of things where the enemy tried to take our kids out different times. 
And God used our other children to help that not take place because they took authority. It's just, I mean, the enemy, I don't have anything good to say. Don't like him at all. Not at all. But I'm telling you what I'm proud of. I'm proud of, I'm proud of a, a God-fearing mama that taught our children about prayer. I'm proud of a, a mother and a, and a heritage from not just me and her, but from our, our parents that have began to emphasize the things of God and speak God into their life. Say this out loud with me right now. I'm deciding today, right now, to make a quality decision to stand my ground. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I stand firm in faith on God's word. No matter what is going on around me, I am rooted and grounded in his word. I refuse to give up or to quit. I am not afraid of evil tidings, reports that are fear-based because my heart is not established in fear. I do not have a spirit of fear. I have a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind given to me by my Father in heaven. My heart is established and fixed. The Lord is greater than any attack the enemy tries. He will see me through. I am more than a conqueror through him that loves me. It is a fact, my friends. It is a fact that you and I must exercise our faith. It doesn't just happen. Now, I, I, I got to tell you if, you, if you look at me, you, you could probably say, well, I see some muscle. He's got some muscle. It might have a couple quilts on it right now. <laughs> understand that. But I just want you to understand the muscle didn't get there and didn't remain there because I didn't do anything. It came from spending time putting it there. Then the fat didn't get there by itself either. Just so you know. And it doesn't go away unless you spend and invest and take authority over your life. Such it is in the spirit. You have to initiate and choose. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What you do and how you respond in times of pressure. When no one is around or when everyone is around. It starts to determine the plumb line that is snapped by your decision. It's easy to choose when we're in an atmosphere that it seems like everything is fine. It's not as easy to choose when not everything seems fine because of what you physically see, but because of what you spiritually know. Because I am grounded in the word. No root, no fruit. But thank God if you've got roots, you've got fruit. They overcome him by the blood of the lamb. And come on somebody, the word of their testimony. That's Revelation 12, 11. Let God give you that rhema word. Let him get a hold of your heart and you can say, that's it. That's all I need. My wife has told me if I just hear from God, that's all I need. 
I don't need to hear 17. You know, here's the thing. People ask me questions. Well, don't you need this? Do you need 17 confirmations? I don't need sparrows to spell out my name in the sky. I don't need four people to come up and say anything to me. You know what I need? I just need to hear God. If I hear God, it's, it's done. It's settled. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? This isn't rocket science. This is Jesus going up to a fig tree looking for figs and then cursing it. And the Bible says the disciples heard him. Somebody say heard. They heard him. He said it and they heard him. When he said it, his belief system released anointing. That fig tree started dying immediately. No visual effects, side effects were happening right there. 24 hours later, they walk by the same tree. Peter says, Master. You know why? Because he heard him say it. And now he sees results. Jesus saw the results when he said it. You don't have to wait to see the results. You have to believe. And you have to exercise that by your faith in God. You have to stand on the word. You have to get rooted and grounded. If God said it, that settles it. By his stripes, I'm here. I'm healed. That's it. It's already done. That's it. And when you take authority and you can bind and you can loose and you have the keys of the kingdom, all hell can't stop you, my friend. Push forward, soldier. Don't stop. The enemy wants to get you to stop. I'm telling you today, don't stop. More than a conqueror. Stand your ground. Stand it. Put your, dig your heels in. You know, so many times, so many Christians don't know the word. They don't know. They, they are Christian by name only. And instead of a backbone, they have a wishbone. And God's saying, just dig in. He didn't die so that you could have just, oh, I, I wish. This isn't a list to Santa Claus, my friends. This is, you know what? God has already established it. I'm going to believe what God says no matter what. No matter what. The enemy, I know I'm talking to people online. I'm talking to people in here where the enemy has tried to say, just throw in the towel. You're just too tired. Just, just, just throw it in. Don't do it. Don't do it. You've been ransacked with all kinds of stuff and pressure on each and every side. You stand your ground. You stand on the word of God. Brett, I'm sick as a dog. You're healed. Listen, this is all about viewpoint. You need to hear me, and then I'm going to close, and I'm going to come down front and pray for anybody needs prayer. The, the team's going to come back. They're going to play a song. We're going to receive an offering. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, but God is here. You are not a sick person trying to get well. You are a well person fighting off sickness. Think about that. I'm not sick trying to get well. I'm well by the stripes of Jesus, and I'm telling sickness, you can't get on my body. You have to die right now. Sickness, disease, virus, you can't survive on me because greater is he that's in me. I have had enough. I am more than a conqueror. I'm telling you it works. I'm here to tell you right now it works. I've seen too much. I've tried taking a back seat just to see misery and, and, oh. but it's those God is looking. I told somebody the other day, they called and said, how is it that this happens? I said, God is looking for people to stand. 
He's looking for people that will say yes to him. No matter what it looks like, they'll say yes. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be more than a conqueror. My children, when they were little, they'd come to me and say, Daddy, would you pray for me? And you know why they'd, they'd ask me that? Because God would heal them. Not because I'm great, but because he that's in me is great. And I would release that belief. It would unite with their, yep, dad prays. It's done. My wife comes to me to this day, and I go to her. I'll have her pray for this, or she'll have me pray for this, or I need you to pray for this. And, you know, within just minutes, she'll be like, it's gone. Why? Because greater is he that's in me and he that's in her than he that's in the world. Because we can stand and be more than a conqueror. We have to speak to the mountain. That's the job. And the enemy will get you to cry out to God because he wants you to believe that if you beg long enough, if you, then God might. That's not how you get healed. He's already paid the price. You have to speak to what is attacking you. You have to be more than a conqueror. These guys are going to play. I'm going to come down front. If you need prayer, I want to pray for you. If you don't need prayer, don't feel pressure. You that are watching online, I'm going to believe that you get whatever you need from right where you're at. Let's, let's say a prayer right now, and, if, you know, and I'll have uh, Scott. Let's do this. Why don't you just uh, have somebody stand there? And so, you know, if you feel like once they're done praying or playing or whatever, and you're like, I, it's time for me to go, that's all great. You want to give? I'm just believing, God, you'll just do whatever the Lord says. Do you know that if there's people that in churches would be like, well, if they don't ask for an offering, must be God's answer. I don't have to give. That's not what the word says. We, we had a season in the church where the Lord told me we didn't do offerings at all. I just put boxes in the back of the church. And people just, I mean, because Kim and I would give no matter whether it was taken or not because it's not my money. And God would just continually bless us because, again, heart, action. You want to you see God's blessing on your life? You got to be obedient. That's what it takes. So let's pray. Let's ask for those that need salvation, and, and we'll pray over the offering. Then I'm just going to come down here. These guys are going to play. And if you need to, to go, we love you. Thank you so much for being with us. You can text 84321, those that are online, if you want to give that way. You can give online by the give button, or you can send it to 374 North Main. You just be obedient to the Lord. But let's pray. Father.